Welcome to Females and Fine Fettle, from Wiped Out to Wealth. This is where conscientious women entrepreneurs and women living like a boss come to learn about balancing their personal and professional wellness with ease. If you have the enthusiasm, motivation, and grit to make it happen, then listen up every Monday. To be sure you don't miss an episode, sign up for weekly updates at femalesandfinefettle.com. The following discussion is for educational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. Please don't apply any of this information without first speaking with your doctor. Now, here are your hosts, Denise Pasquinelli and Dr. Michelle, your natural women's health advocates who blend the wisdom of ancient healing traditions and the science of functional medicine. All right, welcome back to another episode of Females in Fine Fettle. I just realized recently that some of you may not know what fine fettle actually means, so I quickly want to clarify that for you so you can be in the know. So fine fettle is actually an old Gaelic term. I'm keeping my Irish heritage alive. And Mm -hmm. it uh, means to be healthy in mind, body, and spirit. Pretty cool, eh? I think so. So this week, we are taking a deep dive into creativity and play as it relates to our chakras. Now, I love this topic mostly because I um, get to learn because I'm not really a chakra expert, (laughs) but they continually pop up in my life and I have um, just like a really interesting draw towards them and knowing more. Oh, fun. Well, you may know more than you think. I tend to think that the chakras are an incredibly intuitive way to perceive our physical, emotional, and mental well-being. So you might not know that sensations in your body are connected to a chakra, but the themes may be familiar to you once you hear about them. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to share, and I hope I don't spaz out too hard on this topic because I love it. (laughs) You can spaz. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. So let's start with what a chakra is. The chakra system is one that originated in India between 1500 and 500 BC and was written about in the Vedas, which are ancient Hindu scriptures. And chakra means wheel. The word represents a wheel or a spiral or a circle. And the seven chakras are considered to be energy centers of the subtle body or the energy body, which moves energy. So it's kind of that that thing that you sense about people, you know, when you're in somebody's company and somebody either gives you a really good vibe or sometimes they might not at all. You're getting mm-hmm. a real bad vibe. That's your subtle body at work. So the chakras start at the base of the spine and extend to the crown of your head. And each chakra has a different quality, a different purpose, and tends to correspond to a different physical part of the body, oftentimes the endocrine system. And of course, all of this has impact on different emotional and spiritual qualities as well. So there are seven chakras. And given the topic of creativity and play that we're exploring this month, I think that there are two chakras in particular that stand out as being good ones to deep dive into. Of course, creativity and a playful spirit can be a part of the whole spectrum. But the two chakras that I want to focus on today are the second the second chakra, the (laughs) sacral chakra, and the fifth chakra, which is the throat chakra. 
So both of these chakras play a huge role in the act of creation, but in different ways. The lower chakra, which the second one, is about the ability we have to create with our emotions or energy in motion. I think of it like learning how to create within the flow of the universe. So creating the things that we want in life, creating sweetness and beauty and experiencing our feelings and emotions fully. Physiologically, this is the chakra that's connected to the sex organs. So there is also the aspect of creating children. This chakra I think of as the foundation of creativity. It's our creative home on a very personal and internal level. Yeah, speaking of creating children, <laughs> I have read several articles um, and I've actually heard stories about fertility or infertility and um, issues with the second chakra or focusing mm-hmm. on second chakra healing, which I think is really interesting because it's a space, you know, to not only conceive physically, but also conceive ideas and spark creativity. Mm-hmm. I just think that's so cool. But, you know, speaking for myself, um, but I'm sure there are many of you out there who can relate as a woman growing up in our society we can easily shut down our second chakra that that energy in our pelvis and our uterus and almost become detached from it and you know this can happen due to things like trauma of course but also feelings of shame and things like that so um it can also happen from, you know, sedentary lifestyles as well. It's just like that shutting down of our wandering mind and imagination, right? Because that energy is just like stuck. So that that mm. lack of energy um, flow and that disconnect, you know, not only affects us energetically, but also physically, right? So I know for myself, I've definitely struggled with pelvic stagnation in the past. And, you know, it's funny now that I think about it, it started after I quit pursuing my art. Art, which I mentioned mm. in in the last episode, but when I think about my timeline, it totally happened after I stopped that. So when I started on that track of biology, I straight up quit doing all of the artsy things I'd been doing, and my creativity literally died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was kind of crazy. And I've been over the past you know decade or so, I've been really focusing on creativity, but. Anyway, I ended up with a fairly advanced case of cervical dysplasia and also polycystic ovarian syndrome. So Mm. these things have since cleared up with, you know, nutrition, lifestyle, uh, lowered toxic exposure and targeted nutrients, of course. But I've also been really conscious about expressing my creativity on a regular basis to help keep that energy flowing. Mm, Totally. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that personal reflection. And I also, I I think that that sedentary piece is a big one. Like if we think about energy flowing through our body and the sacral chakra, like in our sacrum, sitting in front of a computer or just sitting all the time, that's really going to challenge that flow in the body. Groovy. All right. So the other chakra that we're going to talk about today is the throat chakra, the fifth chakra. And that one is about how we express ourselves and send our creativity out into the world. So authenticity, clarity, truth, these are all really important here. And honest expression of self really makes this chakra center thrive. Physiologically, This chakra is connected to the thyroid gland as well as many of our sensing organs like the nose, the ears, and the mouth. 
And the thyroid gland is a really hugely important gland. I know it is for me as well as for Dr. Michelle. We have deep relationships with the functioning of our thyroid. <laughs> as Hashimoto's ladies. Mm-hmm. And I bet thyroid conditions are very common amongst many of the women in our audience. Yeah. So we'll definitely talk more about the thyroid and its relationship to creative expression in this show. Oh, show. <laughs> totally. And, you know, again, as women, I think that we have this tendency to shut our mouth or be silent because historically, if we spoke up or spoke out, we were labeled as, you know, being this, that or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when we exercise, which I think is, is it is really an exercise, right? It's a practice. So when we speak our truth, voice our concerns, and really learn to communicate more effectively, we can help keep that energy flowing. Singing in the car or the shower or while you're cooking dinner helps too. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> it's uh, definitely a uh, daily practice for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Big time. And I'm super excited to explore the th- chakra with a little more depth as we keep going. So let's get started by diving deep into the sacral chakra. So let's start off by finding it. So the sacral chakra is located three finger widths below your belly button. So if you're able, I invite you to put your hand there, send a little energy to that sacral chakra right now. You could even close your eyes if you're able and take a nice deep breath And imagine the color orange, which is the color of the second chakra. This is a creative and exuberant color. Orange is actually a symbol of vitality and virility in the animal kingdom. It signifies sexuality and pleasure and playfulness. So you can imagine some swirling orange light right now, right in your belly, And imagine that orange color radiating out into the room around you, making you glow from the inside out. And if you wish, you could speak or think the mantra, I am creating beauty on earth. Thank you, Sacral Chakra, for showing me flow, helping me to feel my emotions, and create the life that I desire. <laughs> That's yummy. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this could also be a really great exercise to integrate into your daily gratitude practice if you have one. Mm, totally. I love that idea. So this chakra is ruled by the water element. And like I mentioned before, this sacral chakra is one that is really all about being in flow with the human right to be creative and in relationship with our emotions, as well as the cycles that we experience in our bodies and on earth. I think of the sacral chakra as our creative relationship with our very personal home. So this, you know, where we're living in our bodies. And one way that the sacral chakra can feel blocked or out of flow is if creativity and pleasure and feeling our emotions is blocked or denied for prolonged periods of time. So flow being the word for this chakra and flow is something that's really dynamic. 
you know, the oceans ebb and flow and we flow between seasons that are abundant and generative and seasons that are bare and restorative. There's night and day and there are times full of questions and times full of answers. Anyway, you get my drift. Resisting that sense of flow or stuffing the flows of our feelings and emotions and denying these creative cycles is a surefire way to numb or exhaust the chakra. So if a chakra is numbed or blocked or sluggish, it might look like a fear of pleasure or kind of a martyr-like quality, which we talked about in, in relation to the sacral chakra in episode 41, if you're interested in checking that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, a sluggish sacral chakra might result in a lack of creativity and ideas, um, you know, just feeling like we don't, we can't think clearly, uh, we f- might feel exhausted, it might look like a lack of authenticity or feeling really insecure or just a deep disconnection from your home, your body, your emotions, your planet. An exhausted chakra or one that's maybe overactive might look like emotions gone wild, just feeling very sensitive or overwhelmed. And this might lead to overreacting or being really aggressive or feeling really anxious, kind of a sense of um, feeling uncomfortable in our home. And therefore, needing outside comfort. So things like codependency or addiction can start to crop up here. That's so fascinating. I wouldn't have thought that an exhausted chakra would have those qualities, but I guess it really makes sense. You know, I'm I'm like a really visual person. So if I can imagine that chakra as that wheel, like you mm-hmm. mentioned, or that spiral quality as it gets exhausted, it kind of loses its form and become, be- becomes kind of unstable. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It spins out of control. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. The sacral rules over the reproductive organs, like I mentioned, as well as the urinary tract and our sacrum. So if we're out of flow in the chakra, we might experience imbalance with these organ systems as well. And I guess I just want to say, you know, imbalance isn't necessarily the perfect word here, but we might feel blocked or deficient in flow at the chakra, or we might feel overwhelmed or overflowing, kind of causing a lack of harmony. Both of those sensations indicate the need to restore the flow of energy through the body. So getting those wheels turning at the right pace for us and that appropriate equilibrium will be different for everyone. But common issues for this chakra being out of flow are things like infertility, moodiness, hormone dysregulation, back pain, numbness, a low sex drive or a really high sex drive, water retention or feeling out of control of our emotions. These are all the physical signs. That totally makes sense. Like when I was talking about my own personal experience, of course, all those physical symptoms can totally be be related back to that general term of stagnation or at Mm. least, you know, how I relate to it from my Chinese medical background. But all those symptoms that you just mentioned are all related to stagnation. So, Mm. you know, really cool, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, Denise, if we are experiencing imbalances like these, what are some ways that we can start rebalancing and nurturing our sacral chakra? Yeah, great. Well, so I could go on and on for days on this one. So I'm just going to give a couple of quickies. The first is so simple, 
but it's very, very important. And that's hydration. So this is a, a chakra that is ruled by water. So keep water flowing through this really watery center. It is incredibly vital. And then another little tip would be practicing a little yoga. It can be very helpful. Um, especially if anything that is it, like in that kind of sacral region, if anything is going to, any like yoga pose that's going to open up those hips is really great. So like a butterfly pose or a goddess pose. And then I'd love to recommend down dog, like a very simple down dog, because it's great for shifting the orientation of the sacrum and the pelvis. And it stretches out the diaphragm of the pelvis and allows the sexual organs to kind of float and suspend. So that could be a good one too, to kind of just give your sacral chakra a little different, different perspective. So like I said, these are just two ideas. Um, and I have more for you in a little creative chakra balancing freebie that we will link to in the show notes. Yeah. Awesome. Those are great tips and we'll for sure, we'll put together like a little checklist with some explanation on some other, um, activities that you can do to, to emphasize and nourish, um, that sacral balance. Yes. So let's move on to the fifth chakra or the throat chakra. So the throat chakra is located, you guessed it, at the throat (laughs) and it extends down into our shoulders. So let's go ahead and find that now. You can place your hand on your throat and maybe kind of rub down to your shoulders and send some love there. If you're anything like me, you hold a lot of tension here. So giving that a nice little rub can feel really good. So now let's close our eyes if you're able and take a nice deep breath. And imagine a beautiful sky blue color. So light blue or aquamarine is the color of the throat chakra. And this color is really pure and clean and vital. It's the color of the sky and the ocean, both natural wonders that create perspective for us and show us the expansiveness of nature. Allow this to place you where you are and see yourself in a new way. Notice where you're standing and what you're standing for. So take a deep breath and imagine that beautiful light blue radiating from your throat down over your shoulders and stretching out 10 feet in front of you. And if you wish, you could speak or think the mantra I express myself with clarity and grace. Thank you, throat chakra, for showing me what is true for me, helping me to express my uniqueness with honesty, and live a life that is authentically mine. Mm, Another awesome exercise to integrate into your daily meditation or (laughs) your gratitude practice. Yes. So like I've sort of hinted at, this throat chakra is all about purity and truth and the expression of our authentic self. 
So if that sacral chakra is where all the creative energy is being generated, the throat chakra is where that juicy creativity and originality gets liberated and expressed to the rest of the world. There's a deep connection between these two chakras. This, the throat chakra is about speaking and listening and finding your voice, as well as having some intimacy with your choices and what you stand for, your truth. When the throat chakra is balanced, we feel really inspired to share with the world. We're energized and we're clear on our vision and our vision is aligned with our reality. But when the throat chakra is blocked or that wheel is sluggish, we might feel insecure or scared to speak up, timid or unworthy, deeply disconnected from what is authentic or true for us. And that feeling is so draining, right? It's like it's like being in a prison. Mm. So we feel low energy and life is lackluster and food doesn't taste as good. Totally. I've definitely been there before. It's the worst. Yeah, me too, for sure. So if the throat chakra is overactive, your communication may be causing some disharmony. So either with others or internally for yourself. So an overactive throat might look like gossiping or arrogance or being overcritical of others and therefore yourself because those always go hand in hand. Mm. Or you might be coming off as rude or condescending. You might also have a hard time listening. <laughs> that's, that's funny, not funny, but interesting <laughs> <laughs> that you can kind of apply that same visual of that spiral losing control mm-hmm. or losing its integrity with this scenario too, mm-hmm. I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Um, Physiologically, the throat rules the thyroid gland, which is the seat of our metabolism. And the throat is also connected to many of our sensing organs, so our ears, our nose, our mouth. And so when we're suppressing our voice and denying sensations that are truly nourishing and revitalizing, that can be really challenging for these organs. Totally. Yeah. I used to suffer a lot with anxiety and panic attacks in the past. And over the years, I've really discovered that a lot of it was directly related to my inability to speak my truth and articulate myself in a really effective Mm way. And I'd feel this physical tightness and restriction in my throat that was I almost felt suffocating at times. Mm-hmm. And like the sensation would be a really clear indicator for me that I wasn't speaking up, you know, in one way, shape or form. But this sensation would inevitably lead me to a state of anxiety or even panic. But, you know, I think it's really interesting because, again, it creates stagnation, right? Because you're not mm-hmm. flowing through and mm-hmm. it's just it's stagnation in a different part of the body, right? And that and it's interesting too I'm making all these connections right but in Chinese medicine you know anxiety is this sort of pent-up anger in the chest right so if Mm, if we can't move that energy that makes sense why that would lead to anxiety at least in my case so super super interesting but anyway (laughs) yeah absolutely and you know our typically the the sluggish throat chakra is represented by the silent child which has an image of a child basically with its head down, so kind of covering the throat. And so that's kind of like, 
you know, you think about a child like feeling unsafe to speak their opinion or creating conditions around their beliefs or opinions, like, like before speaking or sharing, they might say, well, this might just be me, or Mm. maybe I'm just misunderstanding, but, you know, or apologizing all the time. Or even just keeping quiet because they've learned that when they speak up, they get made fun of or ridiculed or shamed into feeling like they're too sensitive or silly or that their experience is wrong. Mm -hmm. I love what you said about anger in the chest because I think uh, associated with this is this notion of swallowed anger. Mm. You know, like you just continually like stuff it and swallow what you're feeling, what you want to say. And of course, stifled creativity. So this is the environment that causes the throat chakra to move slow and get stagnant. And we see this represented in the health of the thyroid gland. Also, I won't talk into this too much, but health of the mouth and gums can also be affected. So if you're having anything there, you might also want to liberate the throat chakra. (laughs) So if you want to love up on your throat chakra a little bit, I have just two little ideas for you and we'll have more in the show notes. First one is to sing like Dr. Michelle already mentioned (laughs) singing. It exercises the throat. It lowers cortisol. It makes you happy. There's all kinds of research that shows that when you sing, you're happier. Um, Like your brain actually fires differently. So singing is huge. And then the other thing that I'll bring up is um, being playful with taste. So like I said, the throat chakra also rules over the mouth. So exploring taste and being adventurous with new foods and new flavors and textures, Um, bitter foods and ocean foods are balancing to the throat chakra and the thyroid. Um, Yeah. Also, I guess wet foods like cucumbers and grapes and melons and stone fruits, like really just enjoying the fruits of the season and, and falling out of any ruts that we might have with food. You know, that's that kind of stifles the creativity for the, the mouth experience, right? Mm-hmm. So again, we'll have more ideas in the freebie that we'll link to in the show notes. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that wasn't too deep of a dive into the chakras. If you're feeling like you need a little creative stimulation, love up on the sacral chakra and or the throat chakra. Get those wheels turning. And if you're dying for more of a deep dive and you are in the Pacific Northwest, come to one of my chakra dinners. This is a dinner that is a deep dive into each chakra. We explore the energy through food. There's seven courses and there's an exploration of each chakra via the rest of the senses. It's really a fun time. The next dinner is on August 18th and we'll link to the site where you can RSVP in the show notes. So cool. That's so awesome. Um, And this episode was awesome. I learned a ton. So thanks for sharing all your pearls of wisdom, Denise. We will uh, put together a sweet freebie for you ladies so you can help rebalance your sacral and throat chakras. So you can just visit us at femalesandfinefettle.com forward slash zero five two for episode 52 to grab it. And next week we are interviewing 
interviewing the lovely creative Marley Grace. She works with improvisation as a method for navigating being alive and making work through movement, quilting, writing, and podcasting. So be sure to tune in to hear her story. Have a great rest of your week and we will chat soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Females and Fine Fettle from Wiped Out to Wealthy, a podcast to fit your lifestyle. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at femalesandfinefettle.com. If you have questions or topic ideas for upcoming episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please be sure to tune in next week.